Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pet, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of The Host Show. I'm your host, Jesper Rivers, and we release a new episode of this show every Monday. Now, in these episodes, I interview Airbnb hosts from all around the world to share their stories and provide tips and tricks on how to get started and be successful as an Airbnb host. Now, this episode is brought to you by the Rising Stars Mastermind, which is the only mastermind for short-term rental hosts focused on building hospitality brands and scaling their hosting companies. This mastermind has been around for about two years, and it's been exclusive to our Legends X graduates. But Eric and I have decided for the first time ever that we're now opening it up for a select group of like-minded hosts to join the mastermind. Now, this mastermind is not for beginners. It's not for people who want to get started on Airbnb and talk about you know optimizing listings and guest communication and things like that. What we focus on are the things that will actually allow us to scale our companies and build long-term wealth in the short-term rental industry by owning real estate. So we're talking about building systems, we're talking about the hiring teams, developing our leadership skills, developing brands, and how to raise money. If that aligns with you and you're excited to work with myself and Eric for the next 12 months, then I invite you to go over to overnightsuccess.io slash rs and schedule a call with us to see if it's a win-win for you to join our mastermind. Get paid for your pet. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today we are talking again about artificial intelligence. It's a hot topic in our industry right now. Sounds like we're at the brink of you know AI really becoming something that everyone's using in in the whole world, but especially in the short-term rental industry. So I invited expert Bart Sobis here. He's the founder of iBooked Online. He helps hosts drive direct bookings. And today we're talking about how you can leverage artificial intelligence to drive more direct bookings. So I'm excited to to have you on the show. Welcome, Bart. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. I've known about you and this podcast for many years, and it's um, with genuine excitement to, one, talk to your audience, to meet you. And the, the third part of it is this topic, it's blowing up. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, yeah, so crazy. Like, like no one. I mean, I wouldn't say no one, but like very few people were talking about AI. And then ChatGPT came in November or something, and suddenly, like everyone's talking about it. It's so crazy how how suddenly how that adaptation rate was so high, and it's it's almost like you, can, you know can't even remember the world what the world looked like without ChatGPT. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the, the, the really interesting thing about ChatGPT is that it's so that that saying it is impossible. Like I've been on multiple podcasts, I'm listening to it, and just even saying the words. So from a branding point of view, it really wasn't thought out as well as I think that they could have thought it out, right? But AI is not something which is new. Okay, this sort of stuff, they've been working on it for many, 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 many years. And actually, if you've used Jasper.ai, which has been out for, I think, a couple of years almost, at least a year I've been playing around with it, same technology, same ideas, same concept. The difference here is the OpenAI guys and girls put a GUI. A GUI is that kind of that, that front end bit together, which now makes it accessible 
to talk to this robot as a human being. And that's what has precipitated this massive change and this massive uptake because people now, rather than just being a concept, they can see it working in action. Yeah, I remember when that tool rebranded to Jasper.ai and I'm the one who normally writes content within our business. So all of our team members were making fun of of this for like a week. Yeah. What, what was it called before they rebranded? I can't remember because I, I, I think it was Jarvis or something. Yes. I, yeah. Yes, I think so. But yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But I, I do remember checking it out and we actually signed up for it and I played around with it and I don't know. There was so for some reason I I just couldn't get into it, and and then I just kind of dropped the ball on it. But yeah, I think you know with ChatGPT, yeah, it's <laughs> I definitely misspelled it several times. And also, like if you if you log in and it, it's not the design isn't so great. There's the usability. It's a, it's easy to use. I'll say that mm-hmm. it's very easy to use, right? But also the user, the experience wasn't so great because like you sign up and then they're they're maxed out, so like you have to wait a few days and yeah. everything. But but yeah, it's just I don't know for some reason it just caught on so quickly, right? Yeah, I think so. And uh, let me let me tell you my journey. And thank you for calling me an expert on this. I wouldn't consider myself an expert on this, but I would consider myself. Far advice in terms of how to use this technology in short-term rentals, because I'm super interested in short-term rentals, hospitality, and also in technology. That's always been my forte. And that's why, you know, I'm the kind of guy who will be sitting up in in the middle of the night, just working on these tools and seeing what other people are doing and and, and really getting, doing a deep dive. So I think I started hearing about this in maybe October, November, when it first started to hit the media that this, this tool has come out. And I think I didn't touch it until late November. And I was like, oh, okay, well, it sounds a bit scary. Oh, is, is it that important to my business? And I, I had it there. I was like, I've got to do something with this. And then I think, so my birthday, December the 4th, around about then, I was like, let's, let's put some time aside and let's have a little try. Let's try this thing out. And then I started talking to it. I started asking a few questions and I was like, oh, this is really, really good. When the penny dropped for me was when I saw someone else's reel. And they said, did you know that with this tool, you can create tables? And I was like, what? And I already knew that it was good without the tables. And I was like, you can put data into tables and then you can create social media posts and get those social media posts, put them into a table, have 30 of them. And then you can get that and export it into Canva. Let me show you how to do this. I learned how to do this in under 30 seconds. I managed to apply it myself in my business in under five minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to tell people about this because it's going to make things possible, which they never had time to do in the past. And that's going to be a big point of our conversation is how this, how this tool now enables hosts to create content that they can use to drive more direct bookings, right? Cause that's, that's always the challenge for. You know, for, for hosts, it's like, yeah, we have a direct booking website, right? And we have like maybe, you know, a couple tidbits of information on our Airbnb listing so that people, if they look carefully or in some cases, not, you know, you have to look carefully, but you know, that's a way to kind of drive some direct bookings. But, but you know, by to use like things like SEO, like writing blog posts, right? Posting on social media. That's something that you consistently have to do and put quite a bit of time into to get results. Right. And yeah, yeah, that, that was a, that's a bottleneck for a lot of hosts. So, 
give me your thoughts on this. Like, you know, how powerful is this for hosts, for, especially when it comes to drive, driving direct bookings? There's a, there's a few things I think we should sort of unpack in there. And this tool, and one thing that for the audience that are listening, even if you listen to this in future and we're saying chat GPT and you're like, that doesn't exist anymore or it's changed. What we're talking about applies for any type of AI tool which is language-driven, and that's what we're talking about. And the advantage of this language-driven technology is that it's making you a more effective communicator. That's all it is. It's just making you better at relaying a message that you have in your brain or that you don't even have in your brain or an idea and conveying that to somebody else. It's just language, right? So if we can be better at communicating, if we can do it faster, then it unlocks all sorts of potential opportunities that we never had in the past. Because so many people have thought about writing a blog post about the best things to do in the area or the best things to do on a night out in the area or the best restaurants to go to or the best walks in the local area. We've all thought about all these different great things that we can do, but we just don't have the time to do it. And even if we did have the time to do it, like, oh, you know what? I Once a week, I always set, a, set aside two or three hours to write my blog post about the best walks. The other part of it is we sit there and we start off with a blank piece of paper. And then we have to go and do our research. And we have to go, oh, what are the best walks? Well, I know this one and that one, but I can't remember where that one was. So it takes so much time. And then what this tool is doing is getting all of this information from everywhere smashing it together and then creating an answer for you or creating the, the blog post or whatever. So when we talk about direct bookings, there are several ways that people will find us. One, a previous guest will come back and book with us again. So we need to make sure that our website is working, that it's enticing and all that sort of stuff. The other way that people will find us will be at a different stage of their life cycle or the, when they're, they're, they're looking to to book or to engage with with a holiday and at the start of the funnel when they're still at a phase of dreaming of their ideal trip where they're like oh i want to go somewhere nice that is something which for most short-term rental owners is very hard to get to people at that particular moment because the amount of content and the amount of stuff you've got to do to engage with people at scale so that when they're dreaming, that they say, well, I'm going to choose this particular destination or this particular location and then follow you on Instagram so that then when they're ready to book, they remember you and then they go back to your website and to book direct. It's such a huge amount of work. And for most people and most companies, it's just too far a stretch and they just don't do it. So what we do now is we say we have opportunity and potential to work on content that we never could before. And because we've got better with our content and our communication, now we can drive more direct bookings. So one question that comes to mind is where do we start? Like if I'm a host and I have a direct booking website, I haven't done anything yet. I hear you on this podcast and I'm like, all right, I want to listen to Bard. I'm going to get started. What do I do? Do I do a social media or do it? And then what social media channel do I do? Do I do a blog? Like, where do I start? 
I, I, I love this question because it's such a, it's such a difficult one, right? Because if you've listened to last week's podcast, or the next one or a different podcast, they've been telling you to do all these different things in your business, right? And we all know we have to do these things. And then, and then Bart's come on and then, oh, okay, now I need to, to get into AI and start doing this. How do I get more direct bookings? So I'm going to make this super practical for people. And what we did is, so I, 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 I told you that story of discovering chat GPT and then, and then going down this path of trying to understand how hosts would use it. And what we did is we did a five day challenge and we broke it down and we went, what is the number one thing that people struggle with the most or that they could get the biggest bang for their buck in terms of, I'm going to use this tool today and then hopefully I'm going to get a result tomorrow, right? That's, that's the best case scenario. So what we did is we got the titles of the properties and we got the descriptions and we worked on those to start off with. So if you're starting out, that's all you're going to do is you're going to get your title and you're going to put it into ChatGPT or whatever tool you choose. I, I don't care whether which one, just find the best one. There are loads of them out there. We'll talk about that in a sec. Say, please rewrite this title in a more engaging way. Okay. Give me, and then I'll give you three or four titles. You say, I'll give me 10, give me 20, make a hundred of them. And you're going to go through and pick the right one that suits you. But what you might also do is you might say, it's actually coming up to summer. I want to target people for summer holidays. So put, please put it in the context of a summer holiday and families traveling with pets. So then we change the title. Then we do the same thing with the description. And there's a few different prompts you're going to want to do for the description. For example, you want to, you might set the scene. Okay, I'll give you an example. So I'm in, in Melbourne, Australia, and it doesn't matter what city you're in, but you can do this. You get the city and you say, please describe the ideal getaway for a couple traveling to Melbourne who is staying in a short-term rental with a king-size bed and a spa, which is located five minutes to all the local attractions. And then I'll write a description. In the morning, you should do this. Or you, and you say a typical weekend. In the morning, you should, they'll do this. They'll have this magical experience getting away and meandering through the streets. And I'll do it better than what I will do it, let's say. And then you get that description and you pop it into your short-term rental listing. So onto an OTA. But you also update your website. That alone, when we did this exercise in our, in our, in our five-day challenge, People came back the next day and they said, oh my God, I got three bookings overnight, overnight, and I only have one property. And I'm like, I didn't believe that that would be possible, but it is possible because this thing is communicating better and it probably gave them a good, a good bump on the OTAs mm -hmm. as well because of discoverability. <laughs> but that's, the, that's the, the, the essence of it. So you start off with, when you get started, one, start to use it, experiment, try things. And then the first thing that I'd always do on your website, site titles, descriptions, meta tags, all of that sort of SEO type stuff. Just get it all, all organized better because I can guarantee 90% of the audience listening will say, I was going to get around to doing that, to optimizing my, my descriptions. I just haven't done it. You do that alone and you're going to find that you, the Google and the search engines will start to give you a bit of a lift in ranking. Yeah. And one thing, one thing that I found it useful for too in our student groups is to create captions. Because that's another thing that a lot of hosts that kind of skip over because mm -hmm. they don't really know what to write. So you see a picture of a kitchen and they write the kitchen. kitchen. We have a kitchen or this is kitchen, you know, like, and then ChatGPT is pretty good at that. If you tell it like, Hey, I have a kitchen 
and it has an oven, it has this, it has that. Create a caption of, you know, a hundred words that describes the experience that my guests can have in my kitchen using these, you know, these four mm. things or something. And it will, it will craft like a, an amazing, like enjoy, like cook your favorite meal in my modern kitchen yeah. that has an oven and a this and a that, you know, like, so it's really good for captions. So, so that, I guess that's like a good place to start is, is look at your current listings and, you know, like you mentioned, just by updating a bunch of stuff like that might drive a few bookings, but it's also going to help with the conversion, right? Because better content is going to convert more viewers into bookers. Yeah. And uh, one, one little tip on the back of that, make sure that whenever you're describing anything, stop talking about the features. We're not selling houses, we're selling experiences. So tell it to write it, the experience of using the kitchen, not what the kitchen has in it, if that makes right. sense. And all of a sudden, you'll start to engage people in a much more, in a better way, because we're all about selling experiences here, not just rooms. So so that's the one thing I recommend with captions and any kind of description and kind of kind of tying off that point. One thing I did as well is I added a couple of reviews to the prompts. So I said like, Hey, write a, write a description or a title or a caption. And then, and then here's two reviews that my guests have left me that talk about this. Right. And then it was using kind of their language in that as well. So that, that was pretty useful. I found that's amazing. And so the, the reason why you you'd use your reviews is because sometimes us as human beings, we're not able to come up with all the ideas as to what our properties are like. We might not even have the time to do it. We might never have stayed in our own property or in one of the properties. So we don't know exactly what it's like. So using those reviews, you're giving the AI tool more context to work with, and then it can generate a response. Now, I want to just jump onto the review thing because I think we can add some more value there. This is all about, like I said, communicating effectively and saving you lots of time. Now, a lot of people will have plenty of reviews they haven't responded to or even if they have responded the responses are not the best they just haven't that you can tell that it's not well thought out it's just like oh, i've just got to respond yeah, yeah cool thanks for staying it was great so we can use it to respond to our positive reviews now actually positive reviews are much easier to handle and to deal with than the negative reviews and negative reviews is where we spend a lot more time on to, to think about what we're going to write the other thing that comes in when we get a, a negative review is emotion. Ah, that person, ah, they're wrong. Yes, they could check in. No, that there wasn't, the bathroom was tidy and duh, all these things. And, and we, we have just seen it time and time again that people get emotional and they respond from a place of ego, a place of, out, of, out of some sort of emotion that, that goes through there. If you ask one of these tools to respond to a negative review, most of the time, you're going to get a response which is better than what you'd come up with yourself because it doesn't have that emotional connection to it. And it's it generally seems to be a little bit more empathetic towards the guest and go, <laughs> yeah, even a, even if the guest is wrong, I'll have a bit more empathy. Because it doesn't, it doesn't judge. It doesn't care whether the guest is right or whether the guest is wrong. And then you'll get the response and you can start to tweak it. So this is the other thing that's important with these tools is that you don't get it. You'll never get the response that you want the first time off. If you do, then you got lucky, but you need to give it more context. And then after that, after just giving the first response, you might say, oh, that's a little bit too, too, too kind. Please make it a little bit more harsh. 
Or conversely, you might say, hey, that's, that's, that's not how I would write. Please make it way more em- empathetic. And then I'll give you a more empathetic response to that particular review. Or I might not even have the context. So you might give it a bit more context. Say, yeah, yeah okay, that's right. But that's not what, how things happened. Can you please adjust whatever? And then it will adjust it and, and get it right for you. So going back to it, one is you're communicating more effectively with the guest. And two is you're saving a lot of time and effort for having to think of the, what the answer is meant to be. Yeah. One thing to add to that is also keep in mind when you're responding to a guest, you're not really responding to the guest. You're responding to your future <sighs> potential guests, right? That's checking out your listing. So that's important yeah. to keep in mind. So we talked about Airbnb listing. So now let's, let's talk a little bit more. What's the next step of like, now I want to start, I've updated my Airbnb listings. Now I want to start using AI to, to drive more direct bookings. Like what am I going to do? Am I going to post an Instagram or post blog posts? Like what's, where should I start? Yeah. So, so you're right. So you can update your listings on your website. You can update your listings on the OTAs as well. You're going to improve them and, and come from more of an experienced perspective and really identify your avatars and make sure that, that you're targeting the right audience. And quite often we can be, we can fail at that as well. We think that we're talking the right language to, to a couple that's in their that's in their twenties or thirties, and it's not the kind of language that they would like to hear or that they would use. So we improve on that. So we've we've done all of that, and the next step is to look at the search engine optimization. So we want to make sure that we're ranking well for keywords which are relevant to our target audience, for people that might be looking for our particular place. So you'd go through, you look at things like your Google Search Console, see what people are looking for. You look at what your competitors are doing as well using tools like Moz to then do some search engine optimization to make sure that everything kind of makes sense and that you're drawing the right audience and the right crowd. Once you've done the search engine optimization, the next part is to actually start publishing content and writing content, which is going to target your audience and those people. And this is where I just... I can't even explain to you how much I enjoy this part because blog writing, writing content, right? And the one thing that I really hate, I actually hate blogs. Like I don't, I don't read blogs myself, but I do read information. I do read news articles, you know, what's happening, the latest things. I don't want to read a blog. The blog is kind of like, oh, it's all about me. So avoid the word blog on the top, by the way. Just have news or articles or things to do in a local area. So that's, that's a, that's a little tip there. So now we can start to write articles, right? Or a blog or a post about things to do in the local area. And you're going to make it super enticing. So things that people really want to know the answer to. If you know that people love beer and they're coming to stay with you, wouldn't it be great if they knew and you knew that they were from out of town? Where are the best places, the best breweries in your local area that you must visit. So then this tool should be able to help you find them. You might add a few of your own as well. And then what you're going to do is you're going to up up this one, one stage is you're going to say, okay, so write a blog post about it. And there's a few steps you need to take to write the, the article or the blog. But then you can give it context as to what voice you want it to come from. So you could get it from a voice of a beer connoisseur or an expert. You could get it from the voice of Joe Rogan. If you want to be really clever or really think out of the box, you might say, 
give it in the voice of a local time traveler from 200 years ago. <laughs> or like pirate, pirate or language. <laughs> right? I, th that's exactly the point. And now you've made something which could have been boring, quite interesting. The top 10 breweries that, that a pirate would visit in, in this area. Oh, cool. I'll read that. I've never read anything like that before. Now you've, you've changed the context. So when you're writing your guides, you can do it in different ways, depending on your audience and your avatar. It doesn't, you're creating experiences. So when you're writing articles and that sort of thing, you don't have to be so constrained because now your options are pretty much unlimited in terms of a thing. And you can even ask ChatGPT to give you some examples. So for that direct booking part, now there's all those articles that you just never would have done, you're going to start to do. So as we go through our everyday life and as we're looking at our business and we're looking at the different things, we want to make sure that we take notes and, you know, like wherever of all these ideas that you have. And now we're actually able to execute them far more effectively because we've got a tool helping us along the way. So that's the, that's the next step and there's, there's more to come. I love your suggestion of taking your guest avatar in consideration when you, for the title of the blog post and the way the voice, like, cause that's so useful because it makes content more unique, right? So Google is going to rank better in Google because everyone's yeah. going to be using these tools, right? These yeah. AI tools. So you don't want to yeah. just say write a blog post about XYZ. You want to give it the very specific instructions. And I'm thinking like, you know, if my guest avatar is people from America, I might say, you know, free coffee shops that Americans love in my neighborhood, right? That's going to grab more attention than just free coffee shops in my neighborhood or the best free coffee shops in my neighborhood, right? Correct. And this leads into the next part, which is actually a lead magnet. So you've got two things. So you've got an article, which is, of course, just things where you're really targeting SEOs. You're really thinking about what people would put into Google. When you're thinking about your titles, make sure that they're language-driven titles, things that people would actually put in. If you were to use a, an AI tool, you want to put at the end, make it LSI, which is language SI. I forget the thing, but make it LSI, and that way it will make it, it will change the titles into ones that people are likely to Google because we can quite often get that wrong. And that, that's the way that you get them from the SEO, right? To get that thing to, so search engine optimize is you want them to Google to understand what you're looking at and then create those articles. Then we have a lead magnet. And a lead magnet is a piece of information that people will be willing to give you something of theirs to receive. It could be their phone number. It could be their, their email address. It could be their credit card details. <laughs> but. Basically, the lead magnet is designed to engage people in such a way that they, they're willing to give something up to get that piece of information. The information that you give them can be a video or it could be a, an awesome article or an awesome piece of information they just can't do without. And the answer to this is just can't do without. I can't, once I've seen that there's this article about the top five co coffee shops for, for, for a US audience. They can't do without that. You know, I want to know what those top five were. What if I miss out on one of those top five? So especially when you're visiting an area that you're not familiar with, that you don't know, 
it's very, very easy to create a value proposition for somebody to actually go, yep, I'm going to download this ebook and I'll give you my email address because I just need to know what the answer is to winning the lottery, you know, like all those kind of things. It's very clickbaity, but that's the idea of, of a lead magnet is to get to give them that information and to engage with them. So that's the last piece of the puzzle. And ultimately, when you look, thinking about book direct strategy, I think I might have mentioned at the start, you're looking at previous guests that stay with you and you're trying to attract new guests as well. But that database is just the key to, to, to the book direct strategy. You're not trying to find new people all the time because you know what? The OTAs will always out-budget you. The big hotels will always out-budget you. You're way too small. What you want to be doing is you want to be getting your audience, growing that audience, and then working with that audience and massaging that audience to then think of you first because you're going to provide a better experience because you've been in front of them way more and you've been a lot more empathetic of your guests. And that's how you get into the direct. Right. Right. So I like that suggestion, just having a lead magnet on your website with, you know, five best things to do or whatever your local recommendations that you want to put into there. Because a lot of people have guidebooks. They have online guidebooks, right? Mm -hmm. These days, like Hostly or Touchday. You can easily turn that guidebook into a lead magnet, right? Because you already have recommendations in there, right? You put that on your website as a download, people will give you... So when people research your area, even if they stay somewhere else, if they download your lead magnet, now you have their email, you can send them an email of like, hey, thank you for downloading our our guides. Hope you enjoy it. By the way, if if you're looking for a great two-bedroom apartment to stay in this area, you know, check us out, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you have their email. So it's, yeah, I like that. I mean, I a hundred percent agree with you, like trying to compete with the OTAs and, you know, for our marketing is difficult. But one thing that we have over the OTA is we have our knowledge, right? And we have our personality and that's unique. Like that yeah. can't Airbnb can't out compete us on that side. Right. So I like your focus on like, Hey, let's, let's provide value about our, our, our local area. Uh, let's provide that lead magnet and, you know, live with chat GPG. Now that's a lot easier to do than it was before. Right. Yeah. Look, you're saving yourself a lot of time and effort. And like with everything, your first lead might not do so well. I want to pick up on that guide part that you said, because you're using content that you've already got, right? You've already done the guide. You don't have to redo the guide. When you do your lead magnet, or if you are going to use your guide as your lead magnet, don't avoid the word guide, right? Like there's a million guides out there million guides but if you put it in context of something that somebody wants to say hey this is the guide that that we give only to our guests about the local area oh, i want that thing that is very scarce or unique or that most people don't have access to so just by changing the wording and the language a little bit now you can create something which is more enticing for people to to, to download or to get it's interesting actually because you can use chat gpt to use language to get people to do things you know it's a call to action type stuff but i find that the language that that these that right now the ai is using is a little bit too harsh it's a little bit too download it now and like download it now doesn't get people to download it doesn't doesn't work what you want to do is you want to be approaching them more empathetically and understanding who they are and just creating something that they can't live without Right now, I'm trying to book flights to New Zealand, right? If somebody put a guide in front of me and said, how to get the lowest fares to, to New Zealand, I'd go, okay, I've got to download that. 
probably going to go over to Reno. What are the best things to do in Reno? Sure, I can Google that. But if, if, if someone actually targeted me and said, if you're going to a conference in Reno, these are the be- the 10 things that you, you don't want to miss out on. Oh, actually, I am going to a conference in Reno. Jeez, all right, I should I should probably have a read of this, even though I know that, that it's probably the same content. So understanding your audience is key to, to, to providing that value. And then if they love the guide, guess who they're going to book with? Do you have any other general tips when it comes to driving, you know, using these tools to drive direct bookings? Anything we haven't talked about yet that you want to share? Yeah. yeah. So look, it's, it's that sort of content generation and, and kind of getting in front of your audience, right? So that's what we're, we're always talking about and using these tools to get there. Now, you've got a lot of stuff that you can do like on the website, you know, a lot of machine learning and AI that will happen in the future. It's not something which is really there yet, especially for smaller hosts. For example, personalization of the experience, chatbots. So people are, are talking to the chatbot. Most of the time, people won't talk to a chatbot because if you've ever tried, you know that half the time it doesn't work and you kind of steer away from it. But that will become far better providing the information that people are looking for. The personalization part will come in as well. The bot will be able to understand what people are looking for and then provide the answer as to what room is most appropriate. So people will do more of a conversational style, you know, hey, I need to find a place which is appropriate for a group of six people, blah, blah, blah. You just put in the information that you want and then the, the website will spit back out the answers going, these are the top three suggestions that we have and they're going to target that person specifically. Now, that's what's coming. That's not available at the moment, right? And plus, you need a bit of scale to achieve that. But if we think about what we can do right now practically, for the direct bookings, you're also looking at all the social media side of things. So generating content. And the best way to get bookings at the moment and to generate the right content is through through Instagram at the moment because people are using Instagram to do their research and to find the best places to visit and that sort of thing. So we've actually done some, some podcast series about Instagram, but focusing on social media and getting that right, even if it's a few posts a week make a dramatic difference for you so let's say you've never done instagram before and you're like i don't even know where to get started but like you're crazy like why would i I don't even know think about your content pillars the three five things that you're going to be talking about so best things to do in the local area or what if you're staying with us that so let's say the best restaurants in the local area, you could have the best experiences in the local area as well, or the best breweries, right? Because we're into, we started on that. We've got these pillars. And then what you're going to do is once a week, you're going to post about that particular pillar or that piece of content. The next week, uh, then, so, so then you've got three posts a week. You're going to just post it consistently over time and stick to those lanes. That's the top tip. Don't go anywhere else. And what you can do is you can go to ChatGPT and say, hey, these are the, this is the idea. I want to talk about breweries. Give me 50 ideas about different different posts I can do about breweries. And then I'll give you those 50 ideas. You'll pop, pick the top 10 and then you'll start to run with them. If you want, you can also import, export all of those into a table. You can get that table and you can import it into Canva. And the other thing with the table, so let's say you've got 10 ideas, put them into a table. So if we're talking about, you know, the best experiences, so go get a massage, 
go to the cinema, go to the theater, whatever. Then you say, write a blog post about it in column two, give me the blog post. Then column three, give me the hashtags. In column four, I want all the emojis. You smash it all together. So now you've created something that an agency would take, you know, cost you thousands of dollars to do, and you've done it all within under under 10 minutes. Yeah, and then at the end of the day, you know, so I, I feel like when people start with social media, they overthink it. And I love how simple you make it. It's just like, listen, just just pick the things that you want to talk about. Use ChatGPT to to get inspiration and to create the draft for you. You can make some tweaks and changes after that. And it just yeah. helps you to be consistent, right? In the end of the day, like if you consistently post about those things for like six months, you are going to get eyeballs. You know, it's not yeah. next week, maybe, but six months from now, you're going to get eyeballs. So maybe three months from now, right? Just be consistent yeah. with it. Yeah. And look, and with, with any kind of social media, like it all takes time, right? Like it could take six months. It could take, it could take a year or two for you to get there because quite often your messaging might not be quite on point or you just don't have enough of an audience to start off with. So you're kind of building that audience. And as you build the audience, then everyone goes, Oh, that's the person that knows about this particular topic. And that's why we talk about those content pillars. You have to be known that you know about a particular topic. And the great thing being a short term rental property manager, or even if you're small or big, is generally you'll have things to talk about in your area. There'll be a hundred different businesses around you that you could potentially feature that you could talk about or a hundred things that you can do in the local area that you can think about or do. The problem that you get is when you've got properties that are all over the place. So, you know, you've got some on the East Coast of the States, some on the West Coast. How do you create different messaging that ties it all together? And the answer to this is generally you need to break it down into different brands. That's a much bigger conversation. <laughs> I'll close it out with one quick tip. I remember when I was, when I was, ho I started hosting in Amsterdam in 2012. And one day I was walking on the street and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try something, something fun. I just pulled out my phone as recorded a, a one minute selfie of myself talking about why I thought my neighborhood was the best neighborhood in Amsterdam. <laughs> I tossed it on YouTube and I just put a title the name of my neighborhood and then why why my neighborhood why this neighborhood is the best neighborhood in Amsterdam. I just tossed it on YouTube. I never looked at it again and I put a link to my Airbnb listing of course. And then a few years later I I, I was curious. I looked at it. I had like sixteen thousand views. And uh, uh, you know like, I was like, oh that's wow. Amazing. It took me it literally took me like one minute to put it up there. So you can get good results from not that much effort. Dude, awesome awesome to have you on the podcast, it's been really interesting. I know you you help hosts, you know, get more direct bookings. Like, where can we find you? What, what are some resources that you have for people? Yeah, beautiful. So that five day challenge, you can jump on and you can you can grab it. You can buy it. It's on ibooked.online forward slash AI. So AI, quite 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 simple, and we've got all the information on there and some other some other goodies for you to get involved and in, and in for a bit of your education. If you're looking for a brand new website, just drop the AI and just put ibook.online, you've got our homepage and you've got all the contact details and that sort of thing. We're a very empathetic company, so therefore it doesn't matter how big or small you are, we will talk to you and if we can find a solution which is going to be appropriate for 
the PMS that you're using, for the size of your business, whether you've got a brand, you don't have a brand, whether you've got properties here and there, we'll listen to you, we'll talk to you because we'll find, it's not about finding a solution which is going to fit you. It's about finding a solution. We're not forcing the, the, the angle is what I'm saying. So when it's appropriate, we'll be working with you and within your budget. So those are the two things. And yeah, just follow me on, on Instagram. So Instagram, iBook.online, you'll find us as well. I'm sure you'll put all the links in the show notes. Will do for sure. Awesome. Thanks. I appreciate your time, Bart. Let's keep in touch. And, you know, if I'm ever down under, and I'll, uh, I'll shoot you a message. Uh, you'll have to come to, to one of the conferences. Look, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And it's been a, a real honor. Awesome. Thank you so much. And to the listeners, thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll be back on Friday, of course, with another episode. So have a great week and see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. Really hope you enjoyed the show. This episode is brought to you by the Rising Stars Mastermind, the only short-term rental mastermind for hosts focused on building hospitality brands, scaling their hosting companies. Now, this mastermind has been around for almost two years, but it's been exclusive to our Legends X graduates. But now, for the first time ever, we are actually opening it up, up to a select group of like-minded hosts to join us in the mastermind. Now, this is not a beginner mastermind. It's not for people who want to learn the basics around Airbnb and short-term rentals. What we focus on are the things that will allow us to really scale and grow, right? So we're talking about building systems. We're talking about how to build teams, how to hire the right people, how to develop your leadership skills, how to become the CEO of your company, uh, how to develop your brand and how to raise money. Now, if that's something that aligns with you and you're excited to work with us uh, for the next 12 months, then I invite you to chat with us to see if it's a win-win for you. Uh, you can find more information on the mastermind at overnightsuccess.io slash RS. And that's also where you can schedule a call with our team um, to discuss the mastermind and uh, see if it's a good fit. So uh, appreciate you all and we'll see you next time. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.